What's up, guys? Welcome back to Chats with Your Self-Worth BFF. This is your host, Michaela Falar. I am so excited to be doing episode six. This has flown by. We are going to do an episode today on what self-love actually looks like. And I have a little list here, and I'm just going to run through them and kind of share little examples and whatever comes to my mind will come onto this podcast, which is, I think, the best episodes the ones that we don't plan everything that we're going to say. It just kind of flows to me intuitively and I listen and I share what feels the most aligned in the moment. So what self-love actually looks like. And I feel like I might be getting some, why, uh, why should I listen to you, right? Your girl has been through a lot. And she did not always have the best self-worth, self-image. And I'm sure that you've picked up on that a little bit from some of the stories that I've shared in previous episodes, which is why I wanted to touch on this so bad today. So I I know that there's like a quote, and it's basically saying that the people who have the roughest paths have the biggest calling to like make the biggest impact. If life was always just rainbows and butterflies, then there would be no lessons. And if there wasn't any lessons to be learned, then there wouldn't be any lessons to teach, which is why my soul chose to give me the life path that I've had and why I have been through what I've been through, and I've learned the lessons that I've learned. So I have a lot of stories that I can share that I know that people will resonate with, and I know that they will make a big impact and change a lot of lives. And hopefully you guys can take what I've learned from these lessons and apply them to your own life so that you don't have to learn it the hard way like I did. <laughs> so what self-love actually looks like. Taking the time to know who you are, what you like, and what you don't like. This is a tough one because not a lot of people are going to take the time, right? And also it does take time to learn what you like and why you do like it or what you don't like and why you don't like it, right? We all have to go through life to figure that out and we don't know it or maybe we think we know it and then we change our minds because something happens to us or happened to us or we learn a lesson. Taking the time to really get to know who you are and why you act the way that you do and why you react the way that you do is so important. Self-awareness is so, so important. And honestly, if you want your self-worth to be at a 10 out of 10, then self-awareness is something that you need to master. And by no means am I saying that I've mastered it because I have not. I still learn every single day and I will continue to learn every single day for the rest of my life. However, I'm going to take you along that journey and, again, share the lessons that I learned along the way. Um, but taking the time to know who you are, to, like, really spend that time to yourself, to, to date yourself. Take yourself out. 
go to restaurants, have dinner by yourself, sit at the bar, the sushi. I used to sit at the sushi bar all the time by myself. I have no issue with that. I actually love it. It's very therapeutic. Bring a book, bring your dog, <laughs> and just be by yourself in that in that dinner. And you can put your phone away. Don't be distracted by Instagram, by TikTok, by whatever. Like, honestly, just sit in that dinner with yourself. Go through the emotions that you're feeling through that dinner. Think about how your day went. Think about, you know, or be aware of like the people that are around you. And, and maybe there's like a couple that's next to you and, you know, they're having date night and you desire to be in a relationship where you guys have date night once a week. That's something that's like a, a, a realization that you have, right? And I'm going to tell you right now because you're seeing that. That just means that you already have it. It's already yours. It's already in your energy field and it will happen. You just have to be patient. And in that meantime, focus solely on yourself and be with yourself, present with yourself in that moment. This is so important. If I can tell you anything about like learning what you love and what you don't love, it's being taking that time to be by yourself, to go do uh, like things by yourself. Maybe go for a long walk with no headphones, maybe in just your thoughts. Yeah, that's a scary one, isn't it? <laughs> maybe take yourself out to see a movie that you've been wanting to see, but like nobody wants to go see it. Go by yourself. I went and saw Magic Mike, like the newest one, and this was like months ago, but I went and saw Magic Mike by myself and it was so fun. Like I went and had breakfast with my sisters and then they were like, bye, we're not going to watch this movie with you. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> and I just went and watched the movie by myself and it was so fun. And I was so happy that I like got to spend that time with myself and I got to see the movie that I've been wanting to see that I couldn't like find a friend to go with. So I was like, whatever, I'll just go alone. Having the courage to like be by yourself and to go out by, by yourself is also such an empowering thing. And it makes you feel really good about yourself. When you can do things on your own, it just, it feels good. It makes you feel, you know, like you don't need anyone. And by no means, like, am I saying that it's bad if you don't have the chance to do that? Or maybe you're in a relationship and, you know, they, it is easy for you to like go out and do things with that other person. I want you to take the time also for yourself. The relationships that you get into that are like, you're spending every single waking moment together, in my opinion, don't, like you guys need to be doing your own separate things as well um, in order for the relationship to be 100% healthy. And also, I'm not trying to give you relationship advice by any means. I have had a very rocky, um, I don't know, time with relationships. I was in a relationship for five years. I was off and on. I was married when I was 23. <laughs> and that was just like, a very quick thing and basically I'll tell you the story why not met this guy fell in lust he went into the military we literally wrote letters back and forth to each other like dear John I like literally waited by the mailbox every day to wait for this man's letter because we couldn't talk because he was in boot camp and this was like seven years ago, by the way. But 
I waited by the mailbox every day for this man's letter and was always so excited to like write him back and to mail it back. And then finally, like I go and I visit him for his family day and I, uh, he get he proposes to me and I say yes. And then he graduates on graduation day. We get married. And then a month later, the army came and picked up all my stuff and shipped it to Texas. And I flew to Texas and I lived in Texas for three, three months. And then, um, he ended up cheating on me and I definitely learned my lesson there. And like I said, everything for a reason. And I have no animosity towards that situation anymore. Took me a while to heal through that, but we did it. And, but yeah, that was like a very huge impactful moment of my life. Um, especially because I literally dropped everything for this person. And I honestly lost who I was in that relationship because I became an army wife. I became just a wife in general. I became a dog mom. That's why I have my dog Zeus. Um, and I also like my fitness just like eh, it kind of like went into the trash can. He didn't want me to work until he went to deployment. So I didn't have a job. Like I wasn't really doing anything for myself. My entire life revolved around this man. And whenever he was home, I was just doting on him. Right. Which ultimately is why he pulled away because men are like rubber bands. I wish I had a hair tie. Actually, I do take my hair out right now. So if you can see this, men are like hair ties or relationships are like hair ties. You've got, you know, each person. And if you're just listening to this, you've each person um, is a finger in a hair tie. Right. And you've got this slack, this tension that's in between the hair tie. And if you have to keep this healthy balance between the two. Right. So if let's say on my left is the man and on my right is the woman. So left my my the woman is coming towards the man coming towards the man giving her all this love all this affection literally revolving her entire life around her stops hanging out with her friends stops taking herself out on dates stops going to the gym in the morning cuz she wants to sleep in with him etc this man is going to naturally pull away because there always has to be that tension in that band so if this woman is taking care of herself and focusing on herself and going after her dreams and going after her career and hanging out with her friends and not like completely ditching her friends for this man and forgetting about her needs in her life for in this relationship like they it, there has to be a balance and if this woman is just like coming at this man coming at him coming at him coming at him giving her everything he's going to be like ah <laughs> This is a lot and he's going to pull away. And so that's why it's so important for you to figure out what you love and what you don't love and figure out what you're going to do for yourself each day to like keep your cup full. And you're going to continue to do that throughout the, like your entire life so that you can keep the tension in this band when a man does come along. And you're not going to forget about going and taking yourself out on sushi dates or going and hanging out with your friends or going to your workout classes, or going to the gym in general, or reading your books, or going out for your hot girl walks without him. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like these, you have to keep the tension in the band. And it's the same thing. Like, let's say a man is like, like, ladies, we've all had men that are just like all about you. And they're like, 
let me be your, like everything man they attack you and then you're like holy shit this is a lot and you pull away there has to be that balance that tension in this band because if not it just doesn't it just doesn't work it's just too much it has to be an even in in there always has to be that healthy tension of like give and take right so I digress with that whole situation, but I completely dropped my entire life for this man and he pulled away and I'm, that's why I was saying like the relationship advice situation, I've never been in a very like super healthy, incredible relationship. There's always, that's like a long-term relationship. So by no means am I the person for you to be solely basing your relationship advice off of this is just my personal experience what I've learned through the years of dating and um, how I personally feel so dating yourself instead of like revolving your entire life around a person is very very important in my eyes so there's advice that I could give you it's that and love yourself don't forget to put yourself first in that relationship as well Okay, number two, being loving and kind to yourself in all ways. We are so hard on ourselves, men and women. Like, we are all so hard on ourselves. It's very easy to let our negative self-talk get the best of us, and we have to rewire those subconscious thoughts, and it's very hard because it's something that you have to work on every day. And you have to like repeat yourself. So like for instance, I used to say all the time, like I used to say that I was stupid because in school I cheated. I'm going to be be honest with you guys. I cheated in school on tests. Um, I really didn't like school. I never really did good on it. Did good on it. <laughs> there and there goes the this vocabulary. Anyways, woohoo. Um <laughs> I didn't love school. I always was really good with like getting my homework done and being super organized. Like that was my go-to. Like I always, no matter what, got my assignments done and I was good on that end. But when it came to taking tests, I was actually diagnosed with testing anxiety um, and a learning disorder. And I still get anxiety when I have to take a test. But when it's something that I'm passionate about and like am actually interested in learning, I am studying and I am on it and I will ace that test. But when you're putting a math sheet in front of me and I have to do like the, the circumference of whatever or like X plus Y equals M squared, like I don't even, I think that's what it is. <laughs> I'm like going back into high school days. Anyways, making myself sound real smart right now. I digress. School was not my strong suit. I am meant to help people with my words. English was always like my strongest subject. And my mom's actually an English teacher as well. And she's helped me, especially with my grammar. Any post that I post that has anything to do with a grammar grammar error, she will be the first person to comment on it or text me to let me know. She used to just comment on it and let me know. And I had to ask her to please stop because it's embarrassing to just text me <laughs> so that I could fix it. But I honestly have been very good about it more recently. Anyways, 
I used to say that I was stupid all the time because I let that whole learning disability, testing anxiety, like I identified that with that for a really long time. And what I had to do to like shift that was let myself know, like remind myself of how actually like how I'm actually really freaking smart. I'm smart in different areas. I'm not smart in every area. Like everyone has their strong suits, right? But I'm not like hard on myself when I, I don't get something right away. And I used to like do this thing where if I didn't understand something, I would just pretend like I did. I don't do that anymore. If I don't know what somebody's talking about or if I don't know what a word means, I will flat out be like, what does that mean? I have no idea. Please teach me something, right? And that's what you have to like. You have to have no shame in that, like learning new things and be owning, owning up to like what you are good at and like being honest with yourself about what you're not good at or what needs improvement is so important. But being like loving and kind to yourself about like your weaknesses and not being so hard on yourself is so important with your self-worth and self-love. And the moment that you come to terms with like and you like become okay with that, things will change. But you have to give yourself some grace and not be so hard on yourself. All right, next, forgiving yourself for your shortcomings or your mistakes. If we are living in the past and dwelling on what we used to do or how we used to be or how we used to act, like, again, if I, if you look at my life like 10 years ago, I can't, like, I was a completely different person. I was a mess. And, and I say that in the nicest way possible to myself <laughs> because I was doing the best that I could with the resources that I had at the time. And I believe that that is how it is with everybody. Like everyone is doing their best with the resources that they have. And it's important for you to forgive yourself for past mistakes because if you're living in those mistakes, it's not doing you or anyone else a service. You have to let it go. You work through it and then you let it go. All right, number four. Loving and accepting yourself unconditionally. <laughs> like, obviously. But like, let's, okay, for example, when I was a kid, so I have a birthmark. My mom calls it a beauty mark. <laughs> but I have a birthmark or a mole on my cheek, okay? And I used to get made fun of all the time as a kid growing up. I was called Mole Kayla. People would ask me if I like guacamole, mole, mole, mole. Like it would literally haunt, haunted me for like forever. And I still think about it. And it's like so sad. Like I wish I could just give my little inner child a hug, right? Because first of all, the kids are so mean and they will do anything and say anything because they just have no filter. And it, it builds character. But ultimately, it took me a really long time to like, embrace my birthmark and to just be like yeah like I have a mole on my face it is what it is it makes me different I love it, it makes me feel like Marilyn Monroe like <laughs> you know you got to find like the fun or the beauty in your um flaws or like whatever you think is a flaw and honestly like there is no such thing as a flaw everything that is about you the way that you look, the way that you dress, the way that you smell, the way that you act, like 
the life experiences that you go through, like the way that your face is shaped, whatever diet, like whatever you have that's different or what you see as a flaw is actually your strength because it makes you different. It makes you human. It, it puts you, it separates yourself from others, right? And that's a beautiful thing. And you have to find the beauty in it. You have to find the beauty in, in the things that you maybe don't like about yourself necessarily because they make you who you are. And the sooner you accept yourself for who you are and you love yourself unconditionally, the easier your life will get because you're not so stressed out about, oh, what's this person thinking about the fact that I have a mole on my face, right? Like, who cares what anyone else thinks? As long as you're working on yourself and like, you know, you're beautiful inside and out and that you are amazing and worthy and valuable and all the things, then that's all that should matter. What other people think about you shouldn't even affect you because you just are so sure of yourself and who you are, right? All right, number five, asking yourself, how am I feeling? Does this work for me? What feels true? This is huge. This was huge. This was a big one for me to learn. And honestly, I just, I learned it within the last like two, like year and a half. Um, I used to be that person that literally would go to anyone else besides myself to figure out what I wanted or what was next for me. I didn't take anything into my own hands. Um, I was very much so looking for reassurance, for approval of others, for that, you know, validation from others to that I was doing the right thing, etc. And the moment that I like realized what I was doing and that I was putting all those people and their opinions up on a pedestal, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why? Why? It's not their life. They have their own life, their own problems that they're dealing with, right? I need to look within and figure out what Michaela wants. Like, what do I want? How do I feel? What makes me feel good? And in order for me to do that, I had to take a huge step back from like everyone. I took a huge step back from a lot of adult figures in my life that I know want the best for me and like love me and care about me. However, they were giving me a lot of like parental advice. And obviously the path that I'm taking in my career is different and new and not everyone understands it. And I had to completely separate myself from what they thought, their opinions, and the way they felt. I had to stop talking about what I was doing with other people because I don't know what they're going to say or how they're going to feel about it. And I had to separate myself from that so that I could figure it out myself and move forward and actually do what I felt is right and what I'm most aligned with doing. So as far as that goes, if you catch yourself asking all these people, all these different people, or just even if it's a close, you know, knit group of friends, like for advice for you, take a step back and maybe stop and reevaluate. First of all, like, who are you asking for advice? Do they live a life that you want to live? Would you, would you switch shoes with them? If the answer is yes, then great. 
get, getting advice from people isn't all bad. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is just make sure that you're taking a step back to actually listen to what you feel is right and um, how you're feeling and making sure that you feel good about whatever it is, the decision that you're making or life change or who you're going to date or, you know, all the things that we ask advice from people for. All right. Number six, giving yourself permission to rest when you need to. You guys, I am super, like I'm a very hard worker and I will just go, 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 go. And if I'm not moving, I am really hard on myself. And I know that I'm not the only one out there that's like this, but I want you to take a deep breath and take a step back and like make sure you're filling up your cup. Make sure you're staying in when you want to stay in instead of saying yes to every everything. And this goes in, in my next one, which is saying yes when you want to and no when you don't. When you feel exhausted from something or someone, give yourself a break. Be alone. It's okay to be alone. <laughs> and also, like as far as work goes, and you, I can give you guys an example with the gym. I have done, I've been in the fitness industry for over a decade or about a decade now. And I used to work out like literally six days a week in the gym, weight training. And then on the seventh day, I would like go outside and do a hike or something. And it's a lot. And I did NPC bikini competitions where you get up on stage in like the sparkly bikini and the heels and you get this ridiculous tan and <laughs> you go up on stage and you get judged. Literally, you get judged by like a panel of people that tell you that your ass isn't big enough and that you're connection your hamstring to glute connection isn't strong enough and that your biceps could be smaller or bigger and it's just like the fact that I did that I was a learning lesson and I had you know I learned a lot I, it was a very I felt very accomplished um, it's a very hard thing to do um, but it also left me with a binge eating disorder it left me with body dysmorphia it left me with not feeling like I was good enough because I didn't take first place. I took third. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was crazy. But what I'm getting at as far as taking a rest goes is like when you have these big goals, you feel like you can't rest until it's done. And even with work, you know, if let's say like for, for instance, I'm building this podcast, I'm building a business and you just, there's always something to do when you're an entrepreneur, like your brain, it never shuts off. So to listen to your body and to rest when you literally feel so drained emotionally, physically, whatever it may be, maybe both, just do it. Just take the time off, like whether that be a day, a week, whatever you need. The past week, I've been doing so much, you know, I have like four jobs right now. So <laughs> and I'm launching this podcast and making new episodes twice a week. So it's a lot. And this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, I got a lot done, but I didn't have time to go to the gym. Tuesday, I was exhausted and I didn't have time to go to the gym. 
Wednesday, I literally slept, slept until 3 p.m. Like I woke up and then I was like, I can't. Like I had a migraine like crazy. All I wanted to do was sleep. And I slept until I felt somewhat better. And then I had to go to work. <laughs> so with that being said, I took that time that I could though to like to rest, right? And the past me, the old me, would be beating myself up over not going to the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? I'd be like, ugh, like whatever. My week is ruined. I have to just start again on Monday. That's not that's not the case. It's Thursday. I went to the gym today. I got a lot done today. And I feel good. I feel fine. I'm totally fine with the fact that I didn't work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because I can just still go Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, you know, or I could just go Friday or Saturday. Like my goal is to work out, get moving three times a week in the gym with weights. And the other times, like if I don't feel like working out like crazy, I go for a walk with my dog. I go for a walk with him every day, but I go for a longer walk, right? Um, And sometimes we get so wrapped up in like, oh, no, I have to do this. And if I don't do this, then I'm like not performing at my best and I'm I'm not being my best self. Like sometimes being your best self is taking a damn break and slowing down. We have such a hard time slowing down. So if there's anything I could tell you, it's that slowing down's okay. It's actually great. It's actually amazing. <laughs> Take the time that you need to rest because if you don't, your body's going to, Get, you're going to get sick or something's going to happen in like life circumstances that's going to literally make you slow down. Everything is a reflection. Like for instance, I had a friend who was went through a really crazy surgery and she got right back up after like probably a month of recovering from her surgery and she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so, or, yeah, I'm so ready to like get back in and she's like just go 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 going but she wasn't fully recovered and her body was like and she was teaching like she's a fitness instructor and she's like just taking she's teaching like all the classes right and then she got covid and had to go you know quarantine for two weeks and like be sick and feel and slow down and i had a session with her and if you don't know this i'm an intuitive um, energetic healer and a medium And I have one-on-one sessions with clients and she was a client of mine and she was like telling me this stuff and I'm like, you realize why you have this, right? Like why this is happening? And she's like, not really. And I'm like, well, it's because you need to slow down. This is literally the universe telling you to slow down and it's a reflection. And she was like, okay, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. (laughs) So take the time that you need to rest. It's okay if you're tired. Take the day to yourself. The world is still going to happen. You can still get things done. I promise it won't destroy your life, right? Just slow down. It's only going to make things better and easier. I promise. The next one, like I said, saying yes when you want to and no when you don't. If you are a yes person, first of all, props. I don't know how you do it. If I said yes to everything, I would be even more exhausted than I am now. Let's say, for example, your friends are going out or like that your friends get together every weekend. You have like a core group of friends and they go out every weekend. And 
maybe one weekend they're going to a winery or the next weekend they're going to go bowling and the next weekend they're going to go play golf. You don't have to say yes to every single thing because you have FOMO. If you don't feel good about going out or if you don't want to like go out drinking or if you don't want to go golf or if you have had a really hard week and you just want to stay home and crawl up on the couch and watch Netflix or journal or light some incense and just chill, (laughs) then do it. Do what feels right and don't feel guilty. If these friends are your friends or if these people are, you know, for you, they're going to understand where you're coming from. And you're not going to, they're not going to like make you feel guilty about it either. You shouldn't be able to not say no. Also, as far as like opportunities go for work, let's say you have, you know, a ton of things that you're, you've got going on career wise and you get an opportunity come your way. But let's say this opportunity is a good opportunity. It's not like the best. It's not life-changing. It's not very much so in an alignment. But you know that you'd be doing this person a favor by taking this opportunity. Do what's best for you. And I'm saying that because I'm intuitively channeling that somebody listening to this needs to hear that right now. (laughs) Don't say yes to everything. It's okay to say no. It's okay to focus on whatever it is that you're like, stay true to your goals, right? Don't take on everything just because it's another opportunity for you to get in the door or for you to like help somebody out. Obviously, I'm not saying never say yes. When it feels right, say yes. But also if it's a no, then say no and don't feel guilty about it. You're doing what's best for you. Bottom line, that is self-love. All right, next one. Being willing to focus on what is healthy and feels good and makes sense to you. This kind of just goes hand in hand with what I was just talking about. Being willing to focus on what feels good. Anything. If going to dinner with your friend feels good, great. If sitting at your house and doing nothing feels good all day, then great, do that. If taking this job opportunity feels good, go for it. If not taking the job opportunity doesn't feel great, the money is great, but what you're doing for the money doesn't feel right. That's a big one. Not all money is good money. And if you're doing something that isn't in alignment with like where you wanna go and it just doesn't feel right, Don't feel bad about not doing that thing. Stay in alignment with what you want, with what feels right for you, what feels healthy for you, for your higher self. That is, that is all I have for you for this episode. Um, I hope this resonates. I am taking on clients for June. Uh, I am, like I said before, an intuitive, energetic healer and a medium, and I do one-on-one sessions that are absolutely incredible. I've had so many clients with incredible testimonials. You can find me on Instagram at K-A-E-L-A dot cakes, C-A-K-E-S, Kayla Cakes. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Slide into my Instagram DMs if you're interested in one of these readings. Um, They're life-changing. I basically am able to channel for you. Uh, intuitively and figure out 
either if there's any block blockages blocking you from something that you're desiring in life, I can help you in a array of areas in your life. And if you're feeling stuck, this is definitely for you. And if you are interested in reading some client testimonials, go to my Instagram page and I have a client highlight. My website is currently being built. So until then, that's what I've got for you. But yeah, these readings are incredible and I've been able to help so many people in so many ways so far and I can't wait to continue to do so. But in the meantime, if you are only listening to this podcast, incredible. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And also leave a comment or review. Let me know what you thought. Let me know what you want to listen to or hear about or want me to talk about next. Uh, and thank you again. And then also, like if you like this on Spotify or Apple, Make sure you're leaving a rating and review. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. So your support means everything. You have no idea. Um, I love doing this. I love helping others through my speeches. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thank you guys. And I hope everyone has an incredible, incredible weekend um, or day, whatever it is that you are listening to this. I just, I hope it's amazing. And I hope that you make this life your best. We'll chat soon.